everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on today's show, um, we're, we're, we're going to talk about our, our, our new, our brand spanking, shiny new federal bench. Yeah, we're going to, yes. <laughs> Uh, if there's the one thing, judiciary. if there's one thing that the the conservative uh, uh, religious right yeah. has has been focused, laser focused on, oh. in this country, there's yeah, it is uh, judges, judges. Oh my god! Now the reason that they're focused on judges is mostly because they want all of us heathens to stop killing the babies, right? Because uh, they'll take everything else too. But they love. They want all they the, want re, the real schools. The real want... reason is that the Koch brothers really, really wanted uh, friendly judges for when they start pulling billionaire shenanigans. Yeah, that's what they really want. Yeah, so they'll get it. They'll get it. They'll get it. They I mean, will... there's only one Koch brother left, but he'll get it. The Koch brother. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the Kochs. I don't know which one died and which one's still alive. Yeah, I don't know either. And you know there are less famous Koch brothers. There oh, are other Koch non Charles or David Koch mm-hmm. brothers. There's like Billy. <laughs> There's always a Billy. <laughs> and do you, Stephen. Do you There's remember Stephen? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember Billy? Who was it? Who was it that had a brother Billy? One of the presidents. Was it? It was. It was uh, Clinton. Yeah. No, Bill. Bill Clinton is Bill, Bill. Clinton. <laughs> Billy Clinton. Bill, who was Billy Beer? I don't know. There was a. Was it? Oh, I don't. I was know. thinking Billy Baldwin, and I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, anyway, that was a Baldwin joke more than anything. All right. Well, first, Dan. Yes. Uh, we should probably discuss some some things that happened this. Jimmy week. Carter. That's who it was. Oh, there you go. Jimmy Carter's brother Billy had a beer brand. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I'm so to glad. Everyone. I just that, that, that you interrupted. I needed you all to know with that. that. I needed everyone to know. <laughs> That's before even my um, time. Oh my god! Like I normally like to like kick the show off with something funny. Oh, oh Dan. Okay, let's see what we can do with this one. Okay. Okay. I'm sure. Okay. Are, you, are you ready? Is it tragic? We'll let, make fun let, of it. Let's see what we can do with it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Dateline Panama. Oh. oh. Uh. The the jungle, remote jungle. Sure. In Panama. Yeah. Indigenous people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, what were they? What's the group called? The Ngabe Bugle. Okay. Yes. Okay. Nailed it. Um, pretty sure. Okay. Well, a some kind of horrible evangelical cult, religious sect, sort of moved into the neighborhood. Yeah. And as they are wont to do, and not very long ago, like about three months ago, a la Jim Jones, um, they moved in, yeah. And the, their little group is called Light of the World, okay. I believe is what it was called. If I come across it again, I'll update you on that, <laughs> okay. Um, but they, um, they had some ideas, some things they wanted to try. <laughs> That's the wrong lead in, that's just such the wrong lead in. Um, <laughs> just tell the story, Franklin. Because, because somebody got the bright idea that they uh, needed to torture these people into repentance. Oh, of course they did. <sighs> uh, there were savages. 
Yeah. Now seven people are dead. Oh my God. Um, after a bizarre religious ritual uh, where people were tied up, they were bludgeoned, they were burned, they were hacked with machetes uh, in order to make them repent wow. their sins. I mean, this is a tradition that Christians uh, have been inflicting on Native Americans going back since since when uh, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria first hit the shores of the Americas. Yeah, no kidding. Um, the Amongst the dead, uh, so they, the authorities found a freshly dug grave uh, with the corpses of six children and one adult. God damn That's it. who died from all of this. Um, the, there were five children as young as a year old a 17 year old and uh a the the pregnant mother of the five Wait, dead children a one-year-old mm-hmm. needed to repent dan <laughs> there's a sinful fucking one-year-old right there was it baptized his <laughs> child uh well no probably not well These... to me then the solution These, is to spray them out. with water rather than murder them. But I'm mm, six of one, half a dozen of the no, other. No, 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 no. That child had uh, had been. Uh, it was a heathen. It was a heathen yeah. child. Yeah, it gave somebody a stink eye, as mm-hmm. little babies sometimes mm. do. Right? They knew that child had problems. Yeah. That... Uh, so actually, the group is called the New Light. Of God. Oh yes. Uh, the, I confused them with uh, that that other group, that evangelical uh, La Luz del Mundo or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, Del Mundo. But um, which is where I got Light of the World. Um, anyway, um, yeah. The <laughs> the That's what just... what people will do in the name of God, and yeah. when they get themselves sort of riled up. Um, because apparently this, it, they sort of hatched this idea very much in sort of the heat of their, whatever their rituals were, right. Right. That they were practicing and they, they were like, well, we need to beat people into submission. You know what we need to repent do? And repent or die apparently was, uh, the mantra yeah. of the, of the evening, Here, L- quite literally. Here's like what, that's here's what we need to do. Jesus said in the new Testament that he came and he fulfilled the word somehow he somehow he said something that is usually interpreted to mean everything that came before me doesn't count i'm the final word on everything i'm the big boss yeah how do we remember that we need to convince all the christians all of them Mm -hmm. to jettison the old testament completely yes just throw it away. Why do they hold on to it's it? It's useless. It is just Jesus a, himself said. Jesus himself said it. Just right. throw it away because all it has, all it is is confusing and yeah. violent yeah. and awful. Yeah. And wrong. Right. That's all it is. That's bad rules. Horrible rules yeah. that then God commands people to break so that they can go and like murder everybody in a certain tribe who are, you know, who don't believe the same as you do. Well, that makes sense though. Well, all that makes a sense. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, why? How do you do? You love your neighbor, just if, if you if, if you're if not it, willing to kill your neighbor when they're in sin. If it's not spelled out for you, because that's all they're doing. It, I love you so much. 
It's, I'm doing this because I love you. Oh god. Right? It's that yeah. That fucked up shit. Anyway. So messed sorry up. to start the show on a downer, guys. That's okay. We'll go we'll start down and then keep digging. Um <laughs> oh, actually no. I'm starting on a weirdly possibly up note. But you tell me if it's up. I, I'll let you be the be the judge. Me? Yeah. Okay. Or them. I don't know. The the listeners can tell us too. <laughs> they can write into us. They know how to do that. Um, two. I'm going to start with two examples of women in surprising positions in religion. Okay. Uh, this week, Pope Francis announced that he has promoted a woman in uh in the Vatican to a high management position within the Secretariat of State for the Holy See. She is now... Francesca Di Giovanni is now Undersecretary for Multilateral Affairs at the Vatican. That's a fancy title. Isn't it? Wow. Uh, This is literally the very first time that a woman has held a position this high, anywhere near this high, at the Vatican. Wow. So, so, I mean, Francis has been saying for a while he he thinks women should have a stronger role in the church. Yeah. And uh, apparently this is what he meant. Well, let's see how this goes. I'm yeah. going to I'm going to watch. I mean, we need to watch her career. Yeah. In, exactly. in in the curia. Yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens. Wow. Uh not to be outdone, <laughs> the US Air Force has commissioned has has, has decided to cross a first Okay. And they have commissioned their first Muslim woman chaplain. I do know that... Wait, that... Muslim women... Can they even be a chaplain? Can a Muslim woman... Like, I had to look up... Well, she's I had not to being an imam, I guess. She kind of is being an imam. But she just... She doesn't have the title. It's more like it's just a job. Look, listen. It's like... She t- basically, she's being an imam. I had to look it up. And women as imams, there isn't... It's not completely unprecedented. There are women uh, who have been... Who have been... Because an imam is a person who gives the prayer in front of a bunch of other people. Like, that's sure. sort of the official version of it okay and even uh muhammad himself uh in in had at one point uh called on a woman to to give a prayer anyway uh <laughs> but it's basically it's basically Wait, muhammad no. called on a woman to lead a prayer yeah apparently wow there's a yeah uh so i mean this goes all the way back to the beginning all the way back to the beginning uh according to a thing that i read on on wikipedia <laughs> There's an article called Women as Imams on Wikipedia. Uh, and in women-only congregations, it can exist. But that's not what this is. No. As a matter of fact, as we know, uh, the uh, military, the office of a military chaplain is someone who is, is supposed to serve all of the military. Yeah, I was just about to, to go there. So yeah. she's supposed to be a chaplain for, you know, Christians right, like, and... How everybody yeah how how is she how how do you do that i don't know right. I, it does it literally it, it ticks every box that it ticks unticks another box so i'm not quite sure how it all works out pretty sure it doesn't but what we do know is at least she's not an atheist oh thank god because 
Thank they, God. They, because that you never, nope, never could allow. They, they don't want that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that a, a Muslim woman got there first in some ways. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm a little shocked about the whole thing, to be perfectly <laughs> like, honest. I mean, come on. Yeah, they got a picture of her in her in her dress uniform and dress hijab. A dress hijab? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's it's, it's, it's nice. one. Ah, it, oh, it, it matches her. It's the it's navy blue. Yeah, just like her her uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we call it, it navy little... blue when it's a when it's an air force uniform? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Sky blue. It's just a it's a deep blue. <laughs> yeah, but like it does look a little awkward. It looks weird. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan. Mm-mm. Uh, well, well done. Well hey, done. There you go. Uh, women. They're finally moving up in the world. Women. In, yeah. Oh, thank God. In the world of religion. <laughs> they're only about 100 years behind. Right. They'll catch up. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right, Dan. Yeah. Um, I've got a, a, a... Oh, God. This... It's a big, hefty article that i have i'm um, holding in my hands here okay um and uh and i really didn't know quite how to tackle this 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 story um ultimately i, I became aware of it through an article in the atlantic mm-hmm. um w- that is talking about a, a case that's before the that's going before the supreme court very soon Okay. Uh, which is called, just so everybody knows what to look for, Espinoza v. Montana Department of Revenue. Oh. Okay. And uh, the, 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 the title the, 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 of this article uh, says, The court case that could finally take down antiquated anti-Catholic laws. Oh. Well, and, and the, so this article is very much from the perspective of uh, yeah, it's about damn time that we get rid of these anti-Catholic laws. And I was like, oh, are these some strange, out-of-date blue laws, right? That yeah, like, yeah. nobody can really yeah. uh, enforce anymore? No! Right. No, these are things called Blaine Amendments. Okay. Which I had no fucking clue what they were. Right. Had to look them up. Um, apparently, a uh, most uh, of, uh, of, the, of the states have some form of a Blaine amendment which is specifically about keeping public funds from supporting um in the words of blaine amendments sectarian schools right okay and these laws are from like the late 1800s or maybe even like mid 1800s and they go back to a time when american public schools were um essentially protestant schools right they there was prayer in the schools they recited uh scriptures um they they sang hymns they loved them some jesus it was it was you know but if you were catholic but if you're catholic that didn't work for you you were you were slightly different kind of christian you were just enough different from that protestant thing that all of that you didn't want your kids mixing with sure right <laughs> because i mean who really does right <laughs> right i don't no um but nonetheless so this is where the catholic school system essentially sort of came out of this moment right mm. catholic parents kind of got together and they started establishing catholic schools in their communities they could send their kids to and they would receive a catholic education right right um well, as time progressed, the public schools became 
you know more secular more secular and you know and and now are you know essentially secular unless you're in you know the south <laughs> yeah texas exactly. or um, wherever and so so anyway what is so but but the root of these laws um the, the, this word sectarian right sure was understood at the time to mean anything that wasn't protestant right right so the the public funds by the definition of these laws probably could have easily gone to a protestant private school well the, right? the problem is that protestantism was default right so like everybody who was normal was protestant and right. then everybody else was weirdo right and those and sectarian yeah protestantism right. didn't count as a religion that was just true <laughs> it was just what one was right right uh well nonetheless um so what is happening now with this case is it's all about this um like um a tax credit that a lot of states give to um to parents who send their kids to private school like a voucher a voucher or something yeah or, or, or whatever it is right a, a voucher one would expect you could the school could receive direct funds from the state or right. a tax credit you know the, the parents pay for the schooling but then they're able to they, you know they get a tax they credit. write it off right? yeah exactly um but nonetheless there's different ways different states have figured this whole thing out but these monies and these credits cannot be used for catholic schools right but they can't be used for any religious school because and now there actually are protestant schools out there right right that can't get the money and so this whole thing and this this the reason i'm I, I felt the need to bring it up is we need to be watching this one yeah um i mean it's out of our hands it's going before the supreme court but we need to be paying attention to this one because if these laws which the argument against them is that they are anti-catholic right Right, which is just like no. The I, I, again, yeah, the, the upshot of this is it doesn't matter if the original intent was anti-Catholic Catholicism. What we got was a bunch of rules that say public funds correctly shouldn't support religious schooling. Right, but they're arguing that these laws are bigoted. <laughs> right, but they're, they're not, and that they're the word the word sectarian is exactly the correct word. Correct. So great. Yes. I'm on board with it. It doesn't matter why it started. It's correct now. Right. Leave it. Yeah. But this is coming up. Okay. We, so so I don't know exactly how all of this will shake out if the Supreme how and how the Supreme Court's going to decide, but let's face it, this is the Supreme Court that we'll be talking about this later. I don't know. This is we're in a bad moment for <laughs> United States jurisprudence, but we'll see. Uh, anywho, yeah. Well, watch it. Uh, that'll be interesting. We'll see yep. what happens. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take us to Louisville. Yeah. They're in Kentucky, mm -hmm. uh, where a young woman, a, 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 a young girl, a 15-year-old girl, has been expelled from her school, her Christian school. She's been summarily dismissed uh, from her school after after something was posted on social media some photos showed up on social media oh of her birthday party a 15 year old girl had a birthday party where she was photographed in front of a rainbow cake uh-huh 
wearing a sweater that had a rainbow on the sweater. She likes rainbows. She likes queers, apparently, according to them, because no. that is why they kicked her out of the school. No. Now, I am wait, going wait, to what? show you this picture. It is the only reason that she was kicked out. Uh, they were told she was told that she was uh, that the fo- that this picture quote demonstrates a posture of morality and cultural acceptance contrary to that of Whitefield Academy's beliefs. Now I look That's at contrary. this picture <laughs> where there is nothing gay about it at all. Nothing. It is so. She's in a white sweater with a little rainbow. It's not even a rainbow. Let me tell you something. The the pride flag yeah. has a specific number of colors. Yeah, and it means something. Yeah, this her like, her rainbow sweater yeah. has four colors across it. It's, it's like, yeah. It's red, yellow, green, and blue. That means nothing. That means nothing except she likes colors. Yeah. She her her cake is a rainbow cake. But you but know, also, let's let, let me let me see that cake again. Like, but it's also, it's, it's the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. But again, like, it's not a rainbow. Like, Mm -mm. that is the least gay cake I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. You'd, you'd have to be a pretty tacky gay to want that cake. Yeah. It's a tacky cake. Yeah. It's a, it's a 15 year old girl's cake. It's a 15 year old. And and she, and look at her. She's having a nice birthday. She is smiling so big. Yeah. Here's the thing. She's not like leaning on her girlfriend. (laughs) No. Right. 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 Yeah, exactly. Making out with another girl or whatever. No. Here's the thing about this. The thing that I take from this is that the Christian right in this country has entirely ceded that symbol to y'all. You well, get it's it. About damn. You, it is yours. You Thank took. You. you stole it from God. Because <laughs> let us not forget that he kind of owned it for a good long while. Yeah, yeah it was kind of his thing. And then the gays went and just took it, and yeah. they have now completely given it to you. Yeah. Well, all, all it means they're, they're, in the minds of these people, yeah. the only possible thing that 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 a grouping of colors could mean, the it, spectrum, right? Exactly. Yes, they're the not visible. The visible light spectrum <laughs> is now owned and like it trademarked by <laughs> the gays. Yeah, they're not even allowed to like. <laughs> you can't even uh. have your photograph taken near one. No, 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 no. Matter of fact, if there's one in the sky and you look at it, you might turn gay. Well, don't look at it because, yeah. Yeah. You might, you, if nothing else, you support gay people. Yeah. You Just, don't pick, post pictures of rainbows. No. Do not cry. Don't think it's beautiful. If you think it's beautiful, <laughs> how beautiful then it you hate Jesus. <laughs> that is a fact. That is a, that is a God-known, proven fact. That if you think a a, be- a a rainbow in the sky is pretty, you hate Jesus. You have you, to look the other way. You have to look away. Just be like, no. Oh, oh it's the gays. Oh. How can we ruin other symbols for them? We I need to brainstorm know. that. Like, this whole sky. Yeah, that was exactly. the whole the sky. sky. <laughs> the sky is for Satanists. <laughs> <laughs> the sky is Satan. The beautiful <laughs> blue field with some light, cl- white, puffy clouds in it. Right, yeah. That's Satanism. That's Satanism. Get on it. If people. you like it, it's because you love Satan. <laughs> I want to ruin the whole world for Christians. Oh, 
those poor people. Oh, these idiots. Oh. <sighs> All right. Well, Dan. Yes. Um, here's somebody who is trying to help them out, though. Help the Christians? Helping the Christians out. Oh. He just keeps throwing them bones. <laughs> okay. Oh, that good old Donald Trump. Oh. oh. He does throw them bones. He, he is. He does. He is. He doesn't care what it, like, he's a man who doesn't care about, like, the consequences of any of his actions. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so, he, yeah. Yeah. He recently held a uh, an event in the Oval Office uh, with the purpose of reminding uh, everybody mm. in, and especially public schools um, that uh, you can't discriminate against religious people at the schools at the oh. public schools oh. you can't do it no you have to let kids pray <laughs> if they choose to pray you have to you have to let it okay yeah that has never been a problem it's never been a problem <laughs> nobody's ever said you can't do that but he, here's Trump. He says, it's totally unacceptable. You see it on the football field. You see it so many times where they are stopped from praying. And we are <laughs> doing something to stop that. <laughs> right? Um, apparently, he has announced that um, he will be soon issuing new guide, new federal guidelines for the public schools and how they're supposed to address freedom of religion in the schools. Oh. Great. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, and 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 these these um, basically what these he's, photo ops in the yeah. All I'm saying is what he's doing uh-huh. is challenging the satanic temple. Oh yeah, he doesn't know it because he's yeah. not he's not ready for this. And yeah. the uh, I think these Christian dolts who are pushing him to do stuff like this yeah. don't see it coming either. Right. I don't know how. Right. But guess what, everybody? You're just clearing the way for the Satanists. Yeah. You're not going to like the, how this plays out. <laughs> um, yeah, and these photo ops in the Oval Office, they always uh, they like to surround the president. Oh, they right, love it. With um, with people who've, who've, who've been through this before. Mm. In the crowd, uh, one Utah. Oh. William McLeod, nine-year-old schoolboy. Who uh, on Ash Wednesday, his school teacher? Oh, do you remember yeah, this? Yeah, asked him to uh, wipe the the, the, the dirt off of his forehead. Right, right. She actually gave him a little hand, and she was like, "You got something on your forehead. You need you need to go take it off." Right. Yeah. She didn't. She was not. It is Catholic. N- Listen, it is not surprising that a Utah would not know. <laughs> About Ash Wednesday. <laughs> Mormons don't do Ash Wednesday. As a matter of fact, yeah, we, don't, Mormon, we actually don't know that the teacher was Mormon. However, it was a bountiful. Yeah, school. we do know that the teacher was Mormon. <laughs> Not only that, <laughs> it's so funny because, look, I know that there's the thing about the smudge on Ash Wednesday, yeah. and still every year, if I see one, which there's so few Catholics in in this state that yeah. you barely, you rarely see one. And I always forget that it's Ash Wednesday, and then I'm always like, oh, you got a little, ah, fuck. Nope, it's okay. Like, Never mind. I've cut you, myself. You lick your thumb and you're like, well, <laughs> here, let well, me just. You got something on your forehead I can't there. get that yeah, for you right there. That's a bad one. How'd you do that? What'd you, what'd you fall on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> but this is such a bullshit story, this William McLeod. Like, the parent, like, they should have refused on the grounds of, Come on, the teacher was an ignoramus. What 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 they're talking about here right. is is what Trump's all upset about, and what the evangelicals are all upset about is this radical leftist 
anti-religion agenda. No, right. it was somebody of a different faith who didn't get who, it. Who, who who wasn't exposed to your faith, right? And made an honest mistake. And when she realized, she apologized. The school district still like kicked her out and everything. Yeah, like, but like um, I think she was more insistent than just. I think the kid did explain it, and she still insisted that he take it off. Oh, really? I, I didn't. I, that's that. what I thought. I, re- I pulled up an article this afternoon. Oh, okay. They didn't say that. Okay. Um, there were other people in the crowd. There was a a, a Muslim girl who um says that her school failed to protect her from anti-Muslim bullying. Right. Gr- absolutely, that's that's a real thing, and yeah. that should be protected. Yeah. Right. But like. Yeah, no, which which the, the solution they, here is not protecting prayer and making more opportunities for prayer in the schools. Well, that is not going to help with your anti-Muslim yeah, bullying. Because guess what? Way. If you're in Texas, you're not going to get that Muslim prayer. Yeah. No one's going to approve right. that shit. And this little Catholic kid in a school that's all Mormon, where the Mormons are allowed to run amok right. in those walls. Believe me, it's going to be a little bit more than just a teacher who's like, uh, come here, sweetie. Yeah. Right. Let's get that off your head. Yeah. Let, it's literally this. Like, that is the clarion call to Lucian Greaves at the uh, at the <laughs> Satanic Temple. <laughs> okay, well, what are you gonna do? Because I'm gonna do it too. So, yeah. but listen to the teeth this this presidential action has. Ooh, <coughs> I'm all a flutter. Apparently, the Department of Education is going to send a letter to education secretaries and officials in all 50 states Uh reminding them (laughs) that students and teachers can't be discriminated against uh, for practicing their First Amendment religious rights. Right. It's going to be a very well-written letter. Yeah. They're going to choose some strong words. Wow. And they're going to make sure that all 50 states get a copy. At which point... A teacher's going to feel emboldened and try and force their students to pray again. Absolutely. And, and then it's... we'll have to have, and then the Fulfurf will have to come out and be like, okay, that's not what this says. You don't get to just make everybody pray. You right. can't. Oh, God. Right. But let's, listen, this is all in a long, drawn out effort to get something before the Supreme Court. Yeah, well. Again. Because yeah. it was, it's a Supreme Court decision that got prayers out of school. Out of schools. But prayer isn't out of schools. You just can't lead well, it. Th- but that's what the they kids used can to all lead pray. prayer. I know. Right? I know. I know. Look, we look, we know. Okay. We, I'm saying, all of our, like, we keep, it, it's important. It's so, it's so frustrating. Yes. It's it so is. frustrating. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm frustrated. I, you, we Don't all, tell me it's frustrated. I know. I'm frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Franklin. Uh-huh. We've we've mentioned the Catholics b- earlier on the show. They exist in the world, and there's a problem right now. Net- Netflix knows all about it. The Oscars know all about it. There's two popes. Oh, pope, pope, and pope. We got double poped. Yeah, right now. Yeah, until until one of them dies. <coughs> And gets that hammer to the forehead. It's probably going to be Francis first. And right. Then what happens? Everybody... Th- like, An- another double. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, listen. What an current, awkward... Current Pope non-emeritus, Pope, Pope the real... Okay. Pope Francis mm-hmm. has, been make, has been murmuring gently, ever so gently, about the prospect of married men 
in extremely remote areas right becoming priests mm, being no. given uh the clergy nine he's been mumbling <laughs> and nine is the word that's coming out of <laughs> uh, uh, or sorry i just saw it coming of course you did but nine. here's but here's the problem <laughs> One pope is not allowed, cannot contradict another pope. Oh, no. So, Pope Emeritus, Pope Benedict, has now asked, has now requested that his name be removed as co-author of a book that is about to be released that is, that basically says uh, outright that all, uh, that celibate, all uh, priests should always be celibate. Period. End of story. No way. He's respecting the deal. Well, he's kind of. Like, it's already to the publishers. Oh, no. It's already there. And at least one of the publishers, the American Wing, has basically... The American publishing house, uh, Ignatius Press, has basically released a statement saying, look, the way we understand the words... Uh, the, the, the way we understand... The, the idea of uh, a co-written work uh -huh. is that both people worked on it and tried to, and blended their, their, their work to create a single unified whole. Right. That is how we understand this book to be. And I think, and we think we should publish it with both names on it. Wow. Oh, 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 oh no. I don't know how, I don't know how a, a, a Catholic publishing company can be pushing back against the request of an emeritus pope. Well, he's not. Th he's a pope. <laughs> not he's not the pope. The pope. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other author, Cardinal uh, somebody Sarah, what is, what is his name? So he can go around contradicting the pope all he wants. Yeah, kind of. I, that's bullshit. It's kind of crazy. Come on, they should all be following Ratzinger here. You'd think. Get in line. The Pope is is he's got something to say. Yeah. About priests and and and, and marriage. Cardinal Robert Sarah, uh, who who was the other co-author, uh, basically apparently is now caught in the middle of all of this. He oh, want yeah. of course you want the emeritus Pope's name on your book. Yeah. You want that. Yes. And that not. sells books. Sells books. Yeah. Lends credibility, like hella credibility to yeah. your to your work. Uh, but what if they just did like, you know, Shadow Pope? Like, no. Like, what if they, they like adopted a nom de plume? Right. Exactly. For, for, uh, I mean, he already has one nom de plume. Mm -hmm. That's right. He, right. Uh, here's the problem. Uh, so, yeah, he wants it on the book. The Pope, uh, Pope Benedict's people uh -huh. are claiming there was a big misunderstanding and that he didn't write any of it. <laughs> it was just a big misunderstanding. <clears throat> so now the Cardinals had, had to like produce evidence that the Pope was in <laughs> on writing this thing and that he signed the, uh, that he signed the introduction, etc. I wasn't there. I was never there. It was not me. It was a different pope. <laughs> I don't know which one. <laughs> Benedict. Uh, it could, uh, might have maybe, been uh, John Paul. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what number was Benedict? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, this was the Benedict. Next one. Benedict the. Th- the 16th, 17th. You think he's the 16th? Uh, okay. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I think that's fun. We've got Pope against Pope. I think they should have a, an arm wrestle about it. Yeah, I think uh, I think new Pope would, would be old Pope. You think? I don't know. He's got that that intensity in his eyes. Uh, he's, he's got, he's, he's got he's that frail. That have emperor. you seen him walk around? Yeah, lately he's frail. <coughs> Even before. He's always had that Emperor Palpatine look to him. Anyway, uh, listen, if you are a Pope and you'd like to write in to tell us about what what your beliefs are, please feel free to do so. You can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we will let you in. Got Coach Dave coming up. Oh, Dan. Oh, Frank. Um, You know, there are certain people in this world who understand... Okay, the world's sort of divided between racists, right? It's probably like, you know, you have your racists. Uh Uh-huh. You have your non-racists. And then you have this group of people who are supposed to know that that, that they they, they have to keep their racism under... uh, uh, (laughs) Uh, you know under wraps uh, under wraps let's say right and so like you're overt racist it's kind of a small group yeah and so sadly it's a larger group of people that just they just harbor bad ideas see here's about people of other races most people have some racism in them almost everybody Um, i would say i would say i've caught myself in some racism that was very disappointing for me but it's there. It just exists in most people. I think we can acknowledge that. However, yeah, some people, it I, is I, it they, is a very it is a very clear, very <laughs> real racism, yeah. and they know they're not supposed to say it, right. and they know they're not supposed to make it overt, and yet maybe they're even a little proud of it. Anyway. We're going to have Coach Dave talk about the royals now. He's going to talk about... Which is a strange topic. The British royal family. That he follows, you know... Oh, let me tell you something. The royals. He draws lines here. Why is he talking about The weirdest... Like, the most bizarre conspiracy theorist would be... Would would look at his big corkboard of photos, like, and, and articles with yarn going from one to another and they would not know how this these lines were drawn <laughs> they would be like dude you are i don't know where you're coming from on this coach dave goes crazy let's play it how's the bloodline of the crown being poisoned well they've Was allowed that- other people or they were considered commoners to be married into the family what's worse than that it's worse than that what is there something special about this commoner who's married into the royalty what is it about this commoner that's that's it's it's the it's the trump card that's being played folks and you're not she's seeing black it. she's half black Meghan markle is half black which is and funny now, tried to play that down when she's 
than an actress. Well, they're playing it down now. They've been playing it down up to this point, but they're not going to play it down beyond this point because why, when when Meghan Markle and Harry uh, abdicate to whatever, when they step back from it, what is going to be at the heart of why she did it? What are they going to say? Come on, wake up here. What are they going to say? They're, they're trying to be assassinated, Coach. They're going to get Diana, but that, that, that's certainly a possibility. What's going to be the reason Meghan Markle's going to say that she had to abdicate the throne? Come on, come on. They made racism. 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 She never felt comfortable. She felt like she was below everybody else. The royal family is the seat of Christianity. Yes. The very heart of Christianity. Now, I'd, I couldn't care less about the royalty. I, I couldn't care less about anything. But we cannot deny the impact that the royal family has had on the Judean, I hate to hear about it, on the, on the uh, waspy culture, the white Anglo-Saxon Protestant culture is a result of what's happened within the crown. And the crown has now, for the first time, been infiltrated with blood, bloodline out. Oh, my goodness. That sounds racist, doesn't it? Huh? But, folks, come on now. Don't miss, don't miss what's going on. And so this infiltrator comes in claiming proud of her infiltration, proud of her multiculturalism. And what is that demon doing? Destroying and upsetting everything, every tradition in that royal family. I'm, I'm really surprised by how much he cares about the royal family. <laughs> the royal family. And now he's like, uh, what, what's the, how does he phrase it? Is, like their role in Christianity? The, the seat, the royal family is the seat of Christianity. What the f fuck is he talking about i mean I the, the queen is is there's the no way the there's no the, way that this man is part of the anglican communion no this is not a church of england fellow <laughs> this is you never wait, know <laughs> well one never does know <laughs> so what the fuck is he on about and uh, then I, and then he says the thing oh they've been infiltrated by the bloodline er, and you hear the record scratch in his own brain yeah. and he goes oh my goodness that sounds racist doesn't it yeah well yes coach dave <laughs> that sounds <laughs> really fucking racist man i guess the only reason that it sounds racist though is because it is, because it is blatantly on its face <laughs> an utterly racist thing to say yeah that's the only reason though i mean I don't know. Is that the only reason? <laughs> Maybe. Can something sound <laughs> racist? It sounds racist because it's racist. Yeah, exactly. Um, wow. Yeah, and then like, I don't and know. And who like, are all these people that are like on the call with him? They're I in the huddle. They're in, they're in the huddle with him, Dan. And he keeps asking questions, and somebody at the first tries to save him. Yeah. Oh, they, they're letting commoners in. Uh, no, dingbat, that's not what I was on about. Right. Let's try again. Somebody, somebody say the real thing. Right. Well, she's black. That's right. <laughs> he screams. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I though. I just had this like this uh, mental image of uh, Coach Dave sitting around <laughs> with with like cuddling up on the couch 
and uh, turning on Netflix and watching The Crown and just being an avid <laughs> just, fan of of just, the Queen and all the inner workings of the royal family. He and, just grabs some bonbons oh. and some champagne <laughs> and has himself oh. a night. Oh my God. That Claire Foy is a delight. I don't care who says anything about it. <laughs> He takes off his 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 cross baseball cap uh-huh. and put on puts on one with a crown. <laughs> a little tiara. He gets his Kansas City Royals uh, hat on. Her. Is it yeah. Kansas City Royals? Shit, I don't know enough about about sports to know if that's the right. Yeah, I have no idea. Team. But um, nonetheless, like I am just, I I I, I, <sighs> I hate this man so much. Oh my much. god, I love him. I hate him. He is such He's, a. A oh, ding dong. Oh God! All right. In the huddle. In, get, get in the huddle. Oh man, we we need to get in the huddle. How how can we get ourselves into that huddle? I need. You, you gotta start working on your voice, though. Yeah. Your little. Okay, Coach Dave. It's because okay. they're. It's cause, okay. It's because they're commoners, Coach Dave. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Somebody get this right. I wonder if it's hard to get in the huddle. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it's a very select group. <laughs> Of guys who live in his neighborhood. Like, are they vetted? And one lady. Oh, I'm sure. You think? Oh, yeah. You don't let just anybody into the huddle, let me tell you. If you're a football coach, you know it's important who's in your huddle. Yeah, okay. All right. He selects his team. Because I just admitted about how much I know about football. Anywho. um, uh, Hey, some folks wrote into us. They called into us. We, we, We may not have had... we. There were no calls. Let's just cancel. Can we yeah, can we yeah, do an go, edit go there? Back, go back. Well, we had some folks write in to us this Ooh, week. Yay! Uh, so let's just dive into that. Janine wrote in, Hey, Frank and Dan, first of all, I love your show. Good. It would be weird if you listened and didn't like the show. I guess some people you could, might. You could like the show. You could like the show. You could yeah, like I'm the sure show. I'm sure plenty of people are like, I'm warm on the show. But you, you wouldn't suffer through it, I don't think. No. It is a podcast. It is. You, you do opt in. The truth is, there's not that many to choose from in terms of podcast <laughs> fare. How could you possibly find one that you yeah, like? Exactly. Anyway, thank you for liking the show, Janine. Uh, for loving the show. It's in Love all it. caps, yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, she, oh, Jean. It's just Jean. It's not Janine. Uh, <clears throat> Janine goes on. I think everything you said about the story about the woman suing the church for reporting her husband's pedophilia was spot on. Mm. I just wanted to add another dimension. I think it's tragic how the Mormon church traps women and children. Mm. In my former Mormon ward, I'm an ex-mo, <clears throat> a man went to prison for sexual abuse of his 16-year-old daughter. Oh, and we should mention, <clears throat> sorry, we'll get back to the email in just a second. Several people wrote into us to note that we hadn't mentioned, <clears throat> and I think this was because we recorded right when the news was breaking. Yeah. The the the, the man went to jail, prison. The person he molested was his daughter. Oh, that wasn't in the article. No, it wasn't in the article that we saw. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So several people wrote in to let us know about that. Anyway, uh, Gene writes, a man went to prison for sexual abuse of his 16-year-old daughter, and his family was left with nothing. His income was gone. There was no life insurance because he didn't die, and the mother of the family had no skills and was the primary caregiver to four children aged 8 through 16. Of course, the church welfare program stepped in for a bit, but that's a damned stingy program. They applied for food stamps and other government help, but it takes a while uh, for that to go through. 
And even then, it's not much money. For almost six months after the guy went to jail, his family was completely destitute. Hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, it makes sense to me that somebody would be looking for a way to get some money because the Mormon church tells women overtly that if they can stay at home with the kids, they should. Right. So, yeah, it's very possible this woman who was suing the church for putting, for reporting her horrible criminal husband on his horrible criminal activity, uh, she wanted a paycheck. I get that. She wanted some money because right. she probably didn't have a job and no prospects for a job and a bunch of kids to, to take care of. Yeah, there's nothing about it that's not tragic. Right. Still... The church did the right thing in that Absolutely. case. Uh, thanks for writing in. Uh, Gene, hey, Frank and Dan, this is from Isaac. You might be interested in my perspective on impossible meats. We talked about the impossible I, yes, pork. Yes, I'm very interested. Yeah, uh, I have been a vegetarian my, for my entire life, though not for religious reasons. In 30 years, I've never had an actual hamburger or pork. You scoffed at the rabbi who didn't miss pork. But I think it's, that's a completely reasonable observation. I don't crave meat. I don't even like the smell. Pork for me is as insects are for most Americans. What we crave is highly cultural and experiential. So that rationale makes perfect sense to me. I'm ambivalent about impossible products. On one hand, uh, it's great to have more options and to provide an alternative for meat craving people. On the other, I wasn't particularly impressed by the impossible Whopper. I prefer substitutes that aim to be delicious on their own, like a spicy lentil burger, rather than those trying to replicate the experience of meat. I'm sure you will join me in eagerly wait awaiting the next breakthrough, Impossible Crickets. <laughs> I just I just eat crickets. Yeah. They're just so good. It's nice and crispy. There you go. Yeah. No, uh, <clears throat> I don't think that that was our objection. I don't think we were making fun of the... The rabbi, uh, just because he didn't... The imam, yeah. And, and the imam, who, yeah. who just because they were like this. They were rejecting this on a different ground. Yeah. They were rejecting it on a, on the, not on the ground of like, I don't crave it, right. but on the ground of, I, I refuse to eat it because it's like the thing that I refuse to eat. Right. I mean, there was a line in there where he, the, the, the imam said, you know, um, I don't need a... I don't need a, pork, a fake pork product because I don't, or no, it was the rabbi, um, uh, because I don't miss pork. Right. Right. Great. Um, no, I don't think any of us, I don't think you, either you or I have a problem with someone like Isaac who's just never, doesn't eat it. Right. Doesn't have any word, need for it, doesn't crave it, doesn't want it. Right. Fine. Well, I mean, it's, you know. I it's was, just weird when like I, an I, entire group of people have rejected something delicious for yeah. for religious reasons and then when that deliciousness is presented to them they're like mm, no we probably <laughs> mm, it's a lot like the thing that we yeah. don't do <laughs> so but I, I i do get uh isaac's point you know i wasn't vegetarian for you know you were vegetarian for years i no, I know. I was yeah. for as long as he was. Right. Yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I, I had my little spell of being uh, vegetarian for a while. Thank God you snapped uh, out of it. <laughs> um, but I, I I, actually, like, I always kind of just hated the, the products that tried to, that claimed to be like a this or a that. Right. Like, I was just like, what the fuck? I mean, who, who cares? Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I totally get Don't try to replicate chicken. Just 
be right. your own thing. Just well, come up with something delicious. I don't know if you've ever been to like an Asian uh, vegetarian oh, yeah. type place. Uh-huh. And they're like, and they just flat out just call it chicken, pork, pork, yeah. whatever it is. Right. Right. And you're just like, no, <laughs> no. And, and so like with the impossible products, there is like this, you know, they're trying to actually do something that, and, but, but I think the point of the impossible products also is it's not for the people like Isaac. No. Right. No. It's for the people who are transitioning away from having meat with every meal and still crave right? it and still want it and yeah. still, and still enjoy it. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah. Anyway, I get it. it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jim wrote into us. I think this one's interesting. Frank and Dan, a couple years ago, I signed up for 23andMe. I always knew I was adopted, so I was pretty nervous to find out if I had any immediately any immediate family members on there because I never really wanted to find my birth parents. As hmm. it turned out, there wasn't anyone closer than a few second cousins on there, so nothing. so there was nothing to get worked up about. This last year, I got a message from someone claiming to be my half-brother. We shared info and started talking, and I found out that I actually have five half-siblings, and my birth mother is still alive and wanting to reach out to me. Long story short, I met my birth mother and have been in contact with my five half-siblings, and they are all very sweet and nice, but they are all Mormons. Oh, no. After hearing your stories, I have to admit that I'm a little concerned they're going to... Try to and convert me, even though I'm a fi- I'm 53 years old, and they just met me. I have no doubt. Da- oh, oh, sorry, I'm not brought up the fact that I am atheist, and I have no idea how that would be accepted. I don't have any plans on bringing it up, but I won't lie if I'm asked point blank. So, do you guys have any advice for me? Hmm. I thought that was interesting. Here's the thing: Mormons are they do love to proselytize, yeah, but they do not like direct confrontation. So. Right. If you say to them, I'm an atheist, that will likely be the end of the conversation. <laughs> and they won't push and they, they won't, won't push. And they're probably just so happy to, to, to yeah. know you and to have you in the family. If they're sweet you know. people, then they're sweet people. And yeah. I don't think you'll have a problem. Most yeah, yeah. Mormons are so passive in their aggression that they have no aggression. The, the, <laughs> the, the detail that I would want to know about these Mormons is where they are located. Oh, yeah. Because that's also going to be a big deal that's here. That's true. Utah because Mormons are Utah different. Utah Mormons, it's going to be a little different dynamic. I would say your average out-of-state Mormon family is probably not even going to push at all it won't even be a, a blip on your like yeah they may ask maybe somebody one of the half sisters might get a little misty one day and like give you a book of mormon and she, yeah and bear her testimony they, they might you. they might tell you about their testimony yeah and that'll be the end of it yeah if you say thank you that's nice and just let it go yeah it'll never come up again yeah exactly <laughs> because that's how they are. <laughs> and then they'll talk about you behind your back. <laughs> um, do we have some people to oh, thank? We do have people to thank. We actually have three new patrons on Patreon. Okay, great. Dan. Who are uh, they? We have Kristen and Alec, both coming in as new faithful listeners. Bless you. Thank you to the both of you. And we have one new venerable listener, Thomas. Oh, so thank you. How we venerate you, Thomas. (laughs) And then our top donor, our Lord and Savior, 
Devis. So thank you all who uh, who signed up this week, all who continue to to, to support the show. Um, you know, it's it's an easy thing to do. You just go to thankgodimatheist.com, click on the support tab, and then there are options. And voila. It's just options. You so just, many options. Look, you decide how much you support us. Yeah. It's not, look, you decide what you can afford. If you are a millionaire, yeah. you really should be giving at a much higher level than everybody else. <laughs> There's just no excuse. Right. Uh, uh, but if but if you can only afford a little bit and you want to give, then just give it a little bit, yeah. and we're grateful for everything. Right. And um, yeah, so there's uh, oh, it's always important to just remind everybody that um, all patrons, yes, on Patreon, do receive immediate access to an ad-free version of the show. So that's pretty cool. And uh, and venerable listeners, yeah, uh, and above, and and above, they. I'll get access to the weekly Frankenstein Diaries, which is kind of fun. It's its own. It's like a second show <laughs> that you guys get exclusive. Yeah, so pretty cool. Pretty cool. Thanks so much to all of our donors. We love you, and we'll uh, we'll be right back. Do that with more. Yeah. yeah. Listen, Frank. Okay. There's there's trouble at the Fufurf. Okay. There's a, really? there's trouble in paradise at we, the at the at the Freedom from Religion Foundation. Uh-oh. Uh the FFRF, That's the Fufurf. Basically, they pulled a, a maneuver. Now, here's the thing. If you want to have fairness among all, let's say, uh nonprofit organizations. Okay. Because there's there's this uh, legal thing in the United States called a nonprofit organization, a 501c3. They don't have to pay taxes. Right. And almost all of them have, because what what they are is a public trust. Uh-huh. They are essentially a, a, a wing of, of of the public, and they therefore are are have to show the public where their money's going, what they're doing with it, uh-huh. who gets paid what. Right. If you're, you know, if you work for a nonprofit, people know your salary because you have because they have to file that. Right. Unless that nonprofit is a religion, in which case they don't have to file any of that shit. Well, the Fufurf sees a problem with that. I that think seems reasonably correctly. so. Yes. Uh, and they decided to do something about it. Uh, now the Fufurf is loaded up with lawyers, so they decided to do a legally thing about it. <laughs> and what they did was they have a uh, a, a, a spinoff charity um, that they run called Non-Belief Relief, uh, which is a which has given more than half a million dollars over the past several years uh, to disaster victims and uh, uh, recovery efforts, that sort of thing. Okay. <clears throat> Helping atheists uh, try to escape uh, oppressive regimes in horrible parts of the world, that sort of thing. They uh-huh. do they, they do good work okay. in the world. Okay. And, of course, they are a nonprofit. Well, uh, for the years prior to 2018, they chose not to file Form 990, which is the one that the religious nonprofits don't have to file okay they just decided not to file it <clears throat> and if the irs has a problem with it let's let the courts deal with why there's a disparity between that nonprofit 
and those other nonprofits. Right. Well, the IRS decided to withdraw their nonprofit status. They they completely they completely denied their nonprofit status. Uh, the FR the FFRF decided to sue, which is the correct choice, um, <clears throat> because they were basically being punished for acting in the same way as a whole bunch of other. They're basically they're challenging uh, religious preference. Yeah. preferential treatment that the religions were getting right well u.s judge district judge timothy j kelly a trump appointee great uh has dismissed their case uh for a few for a couple of reasons but the really really kooky one the wacky one the one that's nuts is that basic is that he said that non-belief relief faces no current or future prospect of having to fill out a 990 so they don't have standing but they were denied it but it the was reason taken away. the reason that they yeah exactly the reason that they don't won't ever have to fill it out in the future is because of what they're suing about right it's cir- it's the craziest circular reasoning you could possibly come up with Oh my god. It's like it's like saying, well, you don't have standing to sue about this murder because the victim's dead. The victim cannot be murdered in the future. <laughs> so how could you possibly have standing? How yeah. Yeah, okay. That's loony. It's loony. insane. Looney town. And it brings up a big problem that our country is going to be facing for yeah. many years to come. For, oh Jesus Christ. And that is that We're fucked. The right uh, the religious right of this country has focused so heavily on stacking the the federal courts yeah with and the supreme court yep with people who value their belief system over the law yeah they're they're christian and this has been a problem for this is not new antonin scalia was amazing at valuing his catholic beliefs over whatever the law happened to say. And he ran his brain th- into a pretzel, twisting logic around until it worked for him. Right. And, you know, this goes back. All, it basically goes to prove that we really shouldn't venerate these people. <laughs> like, I was raised to believe that the federal courts were this amazing place where brilliant minds discussed the law and right. were able to, you know... Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. Or also, like, goofballs can be like, ah, you no, know, you're trying to take away Christian privilege, and we're, we're not having it. And then they just come up with shit like this. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's uh, it's not great. Uh, the Fufurf is now saying that they will, uh, they will refile their challenge. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. After they, quote, jump through some legal hoops, I don't know what that means. Uh, Hemant Meta <laughs> speculates that it could mean re-registering as a nonprofit in order to have the standing to sue. It's just, it's, it's. But it's just like that. I mean, it just seems so patently obvious, like what this judge yeah. did and what he's up to. And it and, seems and like, the, he, the, like the, so obvious the discrimination that he... against an, uh, uh, an, uh, uh an atheist group yeah it seems like it's so obvious that he wouldn't do it just because just because of how obvious it is right 
It's like it's like a, a it's like a child covered in chocolate whose mother asks him, "Did you eat the chocolate?" And he's still doing it. No. <laughs> what do you mean? Like when it's that obvious, you you don't do it because we all caught you. We all saw it. Yeah. But he but he knows his position and he yeah. knows he knows um more importantly he knows his position not as not as a not as a judge but the company that he's in yeah he know he knows where the judiciary's at right he knows he's not alone he's not the one lone guy out on a his religious limb right it's it's where the federal courts have have gone and if this and if and when this goes to a supreme court now he didn't even rule on this he just no, he dismissed, dismissed it. it which what does that mean in the, for for i i don't know i don't know what it means it means that it means that footforth has to regroup and and you know try again and just sort of figure out how to try again maybe they have to just go back get the get the uh is that how hostile the courts are going to be against our cause uh, I think we can kind of count on that. At least some of the courts, a lot of the courts, it's going to be a problem for a while. Ugh. So if you're counting on the court system for you, the problem is we used to be able to. Yeah. The problem. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they, that's, that's wh why they went after it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They said, oh, here's a hole we can plug. So Ugh. now, so look out for it. Uh, don't count on the court system to rescue you. You got to get out and vote if you're an American. Yeah. There are still two also, other branches of government. But also, right. like, the rest of the world is kind of following suit. It's kind of crazy out there. I know. I'm fucking... So, uh, so yeah, we actually have to mobilize huge. Yeah. Uh, we are now, we non-believers, 25% of this country. Yeah. Yes. We are a, a voting block to be dealt with. Yeah. If we actually stood up and said anything. Right. Which we haven't been doing yet. So it's pretty vital that we start asking questions. We start pushing our lawmakers, that we start calling in. We start showing up to the damned town hall meetings or whatever. Right. And making sure that they're aware that they're going to be held accountable by the folks who don't believe in Jeebus. Yeah. For sure. All right. All right. Well, there you go. If you have any uh, good ways to make sure that uh, to, to, to try and right the ship, because she's uh, she's currently sinking a little bit. Yeah. Uh, please feel free to write it right into us. Podcast at thank God I'm atheist dot com or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four, two, four, six, 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 eight, four, four, two. Yeah. Go to the Facebook page. Facebook dot com slash TGI atheist. Click the like button. Do it. And <laughs> And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge or request to join. It is a close group, but we will let you in. Yeah, look for our Instagram page. It doesn't exist, but go look for it. That'd be funny. <laughs> but there is a Twitter feed. There is. At TGI Atheist. Yeah. Uh, speaking of our social media, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work th uh, on the Facebook page. Thanks to Danny and Amy for being moderators on the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. But mostly thanks to all of you, dear listeners, for tuning in. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.